0: my name is nurse jessica seitz and my co-host is nurse erica together we are tackling the current events happening in our nursing world on our podcast nurses uncorked this is the podcast where we mix the facts with some comedy and make a little cocktail out of it
1: back to another episode of nurses uncorked with myself nurse erica and nurse jessica where we talk about all the current events in nursing the good the bad and the ugly how are you jess i'm doing good how are you doing i'm good i'm jealous cheers 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 i'm jealous of cheers. your, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> jealous of your uh, fancy new headphones oh, i need well, to get a pair. we'll have
0: to we'll have to get you a pair minor pink you can pick out whatever color you want um, but yeah. And you got a
1: matching pink mic, right?
0: Yes I do. <laughs> yes I do. Erica, I hear today on today's podcast we have something where we're gonna be talking about some current events that you know about because obviously I've got the comedy, but you got the facts. That's kind of how we bring it together. <laughs> and um, there's been a lot of nursing strikes going on. I can't even keep up with what's happening in the news lately. So I know that you know a lot of facts about this and what hospitals are doing what. So Let's, let's talk about it. Who's, who's the hottest striker? (laughs) What's happening? Yeah, you know,
1: you know, nursing strikes are my jam, right? Like nothing gets me excited and going more than strike actions. I know it's pathetic, right? But that's, I get so excited. That's how
0: she gets turned on. When when she's got a man at her house, she's like, let's talk strikes. (laughs) Wow. Give dude. me a good
1: strike yeah. action. That'll yeah. get me out of bed. That'll get me motivated. I love when nurses are empowering themselves. I love it. Yeah.
0: I, I, I love it too. And I love that uh, somehow you find out about it before anybody else does. <laughs> I don't you know, know I'm, I'm pretty lucky anybody. because
1: people trust me and so they, they reach out to me and they give me heads up and. Um, they know that I'm not going to share their information, and I'll keep it anonymous. So I'm pretty lucky. I do get a lot of information sent my way.
0: Oh, and I get. Um, but Ms. yeah, Jessica, could you do a video on like the coworker that picks their nose constantly? That would be hysterical. So <laughs> yeah. see that, that's the that's that's the kind of messages Erica gets, and then I get those other ones. So I, I, it's a perfect combination here. All right. So what hospitals? That's where we complement is- each other. Yes. It's a perfect mesh. So what, what hot, who's the, the first uh, striker in the last week or so? Who, who's the hot forerunner? What's going on? Yeah, Oregon.
1: Um, so Providence Health, um, they went on a huge five-day strike and it involved uh, two different uh, hospitals, I believe, and one home health and hospice which, and they're represented by the uh, Oregon Nurses Association, the ONA. And I was really impressed by that because, you know, I work in hospice now and hospice nurses do not go on strike. Like we just don't do that. I've never heard ever of a hospice going on strike. And so for them to go on strike, you know, it has to be bad, right? Why, why is that? So they they, like, do you think hospice nurses? Well, I mean, you know, like we get to know our patients so well. Yeah.
0: That and and you're oh, kind why of they're pointing, going on strike? No, why usually hospice nurses don't strike is it because they're independent and they're doing more things on their own? And like, I'm trying to have an understanding of I, I'm not a hospice nurse, so I don't we think.
1: just don't want to abandon our patients quite literally in their time of need at the okay. end of their life. You know, we get to know their whole family, most hospice patients are treated in their house. So we really get to know the family, we're with them for a long time, and to have that bond and say, you know, don't worry, you won't suffer, I'll be there with you, and then to just I get it. abscond, I see what you're saying. you know, right? Uh,
0: that makes sense, yeah. that's that would have to be really hard. Now, now I'm understanding it, because yeah. these are people you follow for a long time, well, months sometimes. Um, okay, I got yeah. that in perspective now. So there was hospice nurses and other nurses too, or? <laughs>
1: And two hospitals, and there was even some, uh, I believe with the hospice that also had like social work and case managers, it wasn't just nurses. So they went out with their union um, on this big five-day strike, you know, uh, which is a big deal because the trend lately seems to be a lot of one-day strikes or maybe a three-day strike. So five days kind of, you know, it, it was a statement, right? Uh, so they, they did that and the, they, it was great. They had great energy. You know, all of them really, uh, brought everything to the strike. It got lots of attention drawn on them. And the best part of it, it was the timing was like chef's kiss because at the end of the strike, it just happened to coincide with Oregon passing safe staffing legislation becoming the second state in the country to have mandated staffing ratios like a huge huge victory for the entire nursing profession and that Yay. happened the last day of the strike i know i know it's so exciting I'm it's like so it, was almost,
0: it was almost supposed to happen that way
1: yeah right? it was kismet but, right
0: yeah exactly
1: it was so perfect.
0: Five, they, did they strike all five days, actually? Yeah. Were they They did. five days? They did.
1: They did. And then uh, at the end of it also happened to uh, coincide with <laughs> just this badass power move on uh, ONA, or, Oregon Nurses Association, behalf where they gave a press conference at the end of the strike saying, <laughs> they kind of slipped it in at the end. Oh, and uh, by the way, there's actual state law saying that if you are a professional uh, replacement nurse that travels for the purpose of working strikes, that that is illegal and you will be prosecuted. <laughs> it's was like, mic drop. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Jeez. That's, it that's, was
1: incredible. Incredible. The timing of that in Oregon was just, like I said, chef's kiss, amazing, amazing to see all of that play out. I love it.
0: So what did the, what did, were their demands reached? I don't even know the conclusion of this. Like what?
1: Yeah. So typically the way it works, especially when you have a closed ended strike it, which they did, they knew it was going to be five days. It wouldn't go beyond five days. Is that at the end of that, you then reconvene management and the union and the representatives with the union and you start negotiating again. Okay,
0: so, it, so that's where you are have,
1: I guess. If you have an open-ended strike, meaning there's no end date, typically that negotiation will happen before they call the strike off, you know, before it ends. But in this case with the close-ended strike, it's like, okay, we're going back to the table now. We have shown you, we have shown you our power move. We have shown you that we will go on strike. You know that we'll do it again now. Like don't call our bluff, because we just did it. And now we're going to keep negotiating, you know? Um, I just learned
0: something new. I did not know that there was an open-ended or closed-ended strike. I always thought that they were um, open-ended. Like, I always thought, like, the negotiations would be happening as this was going on, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how I envisioned it in my mind. Uh, Because, obviously, I don't really have many strikes here in Florida. There's not really many. True. (laughs) Yeah. So I've never been a part of one or or anything like that or even
1: heard talks. Well, I don't know know if you remember back in, uh, was it 2020 or 2021, St. Vincent's Hospital in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, went on strike. And they had an open-ended strike. And it lasted 10 months and broke so many records. And that, that was huge. No one thought it would go that long. You know, I don't think any of them would have agreed to go on strike if they thought it would go that long, you know, I, 10, ten months, 10 months. And that was tenant Healthcare, St. Vincent's. And they played so dirty with those poor striking nurses. They, I think a lot of them are still traumatized to this day. From everything that they went through with that strike but yeah I mean that's the risk you know and so typically with unions they will kind of ask their members to vote like a do you want to go on strike are you willing to be for how long and so a lot of the time it's the members saying well you know I'm willing to do a week I'm willing to do a day five days whatever but right. I don't want an open-ended one because you know of course you know money benefits all of that is definitely a consideration so yeah, it can be any length of time.
0: So what? In ten months, what do the nurses do? Like for an income, if it goes that yeah. long, what what happens? You're you're just screwed.
1: Some gave in and ended up crossing the line and going back to work eventually. Yeah. Some left altogether and got new jobs. Um, but some of them would go and get a new job, but still come and strike on their days off. You know uh and there you know, there were a lot of donations for strike funds and they had food banks and things like that to help those that really were in need so you know it's different every every situation is different
0: wow so i wonder how long it'll take before we hear the results like of their particular strike like or, yeah. or do they sometimes just not say anything? Do they just hope it goes away? Like the hospitals I'm talking about, do they sometimes like talk with the unions and can't reach a resolution and then they just, or
1: because no, the union because keeps
0: pushing and, and make them make some kind of... I, yeah, I'm they're, they're typically
1: out. out of a contract when they go on strike. So when you have what's called a CBA, a collective bargaining agreement, they they're usually good for about three years and then it expires. So usually like the year prior to it expiring, you start negotiating for the new contract. Well, typically management will drag their feet and and not negotiate in good faith like they're required to do. And so then the time comes and the contract expires and then you are without a contract, which is not good for the nurses and the union members, right? They need that contract in place to protect them. And they still keep negotiating and sometimes it'll go another year trying to do everything to avoid a strike, trying to get management to just simply do the right thing. But they play all these games. And then when they're left, no choice, then they go on strike. But it's usually because they need a new contract.
0: Do you want to know how much fun I would have during a strike? Like, you,
1: you would be the best on a strike line. Oh,
0: my God. I could come up with so many, like, little rhymes and stuff. Like, I would have... I mean, I I know this really isn't for fun, but I I could try to at least make it entertaining for the nurses that that were there and come up with some funny, funny stuff. They do
1: that. The the, uh, union organizers, they actually try to come up with really good chants to say on the strike line. So you would be great at that. that,
0: Wasn't there one recently that they dressed up as something funny? I remember.
1: Oh, um, a turkey?
0: Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah guess. at the
1: at the saint Mary's strike in reno that i went to and okay. i didn't know why she, this one nurse was just dressed as a turkey on the strike line carrying a sign i had no idea why i finally asked and one of the nurses said oh because our our bonus this year was a turkey they gave us a literal turk like a coupon for a frozen turkey <laughs>
0: There was a an, um, another hospital that I I heard about somewhere on a video on TikTok, but like one year they donated to them. It was either turkey or a ham. But then the next year they donated it to the staff member who then in turn donated it, to, had to donate it to somebody else. So they didn't even get their turkey or ham. They couldn't even I, keep
1: it if they wanted no,
0: to? No, it was like a, like in your name, you donated your turkey to, so it's, so so, they were like, at least I mean, a donation is nice, right?
1: But they're yeah. all like, that's
0: all about a freaking like tax write off or whatever for the hospital, you know? Yeah. And so instead of of getting there, I think it was a ham. Um, maybe somebody that listens to this podcast can uh, message one of us and remind yeah. me what hospital that was. But I was just like, wow, that's that's a that's just another all time low there. I mean, I'm at least surprised. donate a, a turkey and. Or ham and give the the staff their own turkey and ham too. Yeah. Right? A two yeah. a twofer. You but,
1: yeah, would be but... so good on a strike line though. We should go together to a strike one day and Oh my
0: gosh, can we? If you know the yeah. upcoming please, we... I would Oh
1: my God. Yeah, totally. Because you keep yeah. the energy going, whereas I'm like very, you know, That's stoic good. and like let let's let's give it to the man and <laughs> Stick it to the man and all that, but you would keep the energy going, and that's one of the hardest things on a strike line. It's like the first day everyone is gung ho, but by the end of the day or the second day, no one wants to be there anymore, and it's really hard to keep that momentum going.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, the do you know of any upcoming, or no, not that you know of yet that are happening? Is anything talks?
1: Um, there there are a couple of things looming, but nothing yet with a date that i that okay. i can think well,
0: of. You, you keep me posted on that and uh i'm i'm, I'm all in that sounds like a a blast everyone's like you're crazy yeah. jessica it's not a blast but we could have been making a party can i bring <laughs> chardonnay is that bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love it i love it i love it yeah, i love it that...
0: and then does cool. the strike stop at like a certain time in the day is it like 10 to 5 to what, what it depends
1: because some places have like a city ordinance where you a noise ordinance so you can't have loud noise after like 10 p.m or whatever so and you know strikes typically cars will honk as they drive by in support and so they're really loud strike lines Can you and do so like
0: in and cheer, cheerleading you do silent snaps
1: like <laughs> you could
0: if, it, if it's after the time you'd be like you could you just, that'd be annoying wouldn't it after what? Oh yeah, I could think of all sorts of things. So, all right, so this was in Oregon and then there was one other one,
1: right? Recently. Yeah, yeah, Um, against Ascension. Uh, And this was three different places in two different states, which is amazing. So basically this is a coordinated strike, which I love. These are like one of my favorite things ever. It's such a power move, you know, when you have multiple places going on strike, at the same time. Uh, all right, so we've got
0: open strikes, closed strikes, coordinated strikes. Okay, I'm learning all these phrases. I feel yep, like I'm in yep. school. This is, well, I mean, no, this is actually, it's really cool. Okay, so the coordinated strike, so Ascension is in charge of, they have a bunch of different hospitals, I take it, right? Yeah, kind they're a big, like, big healthcare like, system. Like the, one of the big ones around here is Baycare um, mm-hmm. in Florida. And so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to compare it to something like that. Okay. So yeah. what states did it involve? Do you know? So oftentimes? it was it's-
1: two places in Kansas and okay. one facility in Texas, in Austin, Texas. So, uh, they, you know, it's, it's all under the same union and they planned it and they all went out on strike at the same time. It was a one day close ended strike. Um, but they had great energy, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like a one day strike, but I understand the reasoning behind it. Um, and so they, they What's did it the and reasoning
0: it was, behind was, it, it's really strike? to
1: show the management that they're willing to do it. You know, it's because here's the thing, hospitals and management, they have no faith that nurses will quote, abandon their patients and go on strike. They, they literally are calling our bluff. They think that we will cave at the last minute because typically, historically, we have. You know, it's pretty rare before a couple of years ago for nurses to go on strike. So they never think we're going to do it. So the, a one-day strike is, we will do it. Here you go. We've shown you. And when okay. if and when you still don't negotiate, you now know we will absolutely do it again. And then the next time they do it, it's going to be a longer-ended strike.
0: So this was a close-ended strike, right? Mm-hmm.
1: One day. Yep.
0: Okay. So just one day and they knew that. And yeah. now we're waiting to hear the results of this one too. Is that?
1: Perfect? Yeah. Yeah. so, you know, they, um, I don't know if you saw in Austin. Well, really at all of them, what they did is they, Ascension played really dirty. So they knew that this was a one day strike. It was absolutely not going to go longer than one day. They knew this. There was no doubt, and yet they did a close uh, lockout where they locked the employees out. So they tried to come back to work the next day after the strike. These were scheduled shifts, and they had police and the CEO outside the hospitals preventing the nurses from going inside for, I think it was, four more days, essentially. They locked them out. They wouldn't let them use their PTO, so they really, instead of missing, like, one day of work, they're missing a week or more of work. Uh, They also locked them out of, like, their benefits system just to be extra petty, so they couldn't go into the system. For people listening right now that are
0: only listening and not watching my facial expressions, I'm like, wait a minute, why in the heck would they lock Mm -hmm. them out? Don't they want them back? I don't, I'm very, I don't, I don't
1: understand what, why? You, you would think because so they've brought in the replacement nurses right uh now they to get a replacement nurse to come to travel and do all this you know you have to commit to like a week right they're not going to come for one day it's not financially you know incentive enough for them so they have contractually committed to a week or whatever it is and so they have to pay the replacement nurses regardless you know um, and so they don't want to double pay, but really if they, if, wow. if they cared about patients, if they cared about doing the right thing or patient safety, they would just bite the bullet, they would pay the replacement nurses and send them on their way and then bring in their regular staff because we all know patient uh, safety is markedly decreased during a strike. Uh, the rate of death and complications go up like 20, 25% when you have replacement nurses in there, because it's like everybody's first day on the job. No one knows where anything is. There's right. no resources. No one knows the processes like, okay, if this patient has to go to MRI. Well, who am I calling? What am I, you know, no one knows how anything works in this hospital. It's the blind leading the blind. And so it's really dangerous to be a patient in the hospital, but but the hospital in this case, Ascension didn't care They were like, nope, you're out. Don't come back for another four days and we're not going to pay you and we're going to keep the uh, nurses in here that don't know anything about this facility and put patients at risk.
0: Yeah, that's just basically like they just decided we're going to stick it to you so that next time you'll think better about going on strike because now you're out of work, you aren't going to get paid for it and you know you're not going to have a paycheck for a full week and so there, and we don't care if uh, the patients die, essentially, because nobody knows what they're doing here. But at least we stuck it to you. That's horrible. Yeah,
1: it, 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 that's what it is. It's retaliation. Absolutely retaliation. Yeah.
0: That is dirty. That's mm-hmm. mean. I, I, that, it is. It's, it's sad. It makes you think, when are they ever going to care about patient safety? Is it ever gonna come to that are they ever you know,
1: gonna... um, only only if their reimbursement like CMS Medicaid Medicare reimbursement is threatened then will they do the right thing in my opinion that's it
0: it all comes down to money it's all about
1: it, it's money. always about me yeah it always is
0: I, 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 terrible. I, don't, I don't like it I wish <laughs> I don't know why It's sad that, you know, of all of our wonderful states that we have, I I mean, I'm trying to be nice here, but only two, only two have passed safe staffing ratios. That's
1: it. Yeah. And California did it like 20 years ago. So we've gone 20-ish years without a second state until now. Oregon has passed, and it doesn't even take effect until next year, I believe, in Oregon, but it passed. That's the important thing, and it's going to take effect. Um, Pennsylvania just had their safe staffing, the Patient Safety Act, pass their uh, House of Representatives, and that was a huge win. And so now that one's going on to the Senate, the State Senate, and we've got to push really hard to get the uh, Senate there to pass this, but they could be the third one. Coming up really soon. Hopefully. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Hopefully. that, I, we're not going to get into it on this podcast, but I think our next one that we do, we need to talk yeah. about what went on with that whole Pennsylvania yes. thing because that. Oh woo! my goodness! Can you yeah, believe Steve,
1: it?
0: Yeah. So don't don't spill the tea yet, Erica. They got to come. come they have to come to the next one. But <laughs> so Pennsylvania, will we'll at least just say that because that wraps into this one. Could be the next state to have it passed, correct? Yeah,
1: Yeah? there's a couple that have um, some pretty strong legislation moving through their uh, state assemblies and whatnot, but uh, it's looking like Pennsylvania could be the third. And so that's really exciting. The fact that we even have a second one now for all the naysayers that have been saying for 20 years, it's never gonna happen again. They'll never let it happen again. Well, it just happened. And so even if you are never gonna work in Oregon, it still affects nurses everywhere because this, this shows that the momentum is there right now. We gotta strike while the iron is hot and it can happen. California wasn't a fluke. Here we have another example and that means that other states can do it too
0: wow um so listen ladies and gentlemen if you know that your hospital is going to be going on strike i want to be there so send us a a a message um at uh either oh let's tell them our social media handles erica because that that way they know how to get a hold of us um i'm Mm. at nurse jessica sites everywhere on any facebook instagram tiktok youtube my website it's all nurse jessica sites so uh, you can message me or you can message Erica at Erica. Yeah.
1: Where? I'm tell, the tell nurse me. Erica on all the different social medias. Uh, my website is nurse com, and I have lots of services on there, but yeah, you can find me just Google the nurse Erica.
0: Yeah. Cause we're going to make, we're going to make a party out of it. So make, yeah, make sure to <laughs> let, keep us, keep us posted. Um, we could both, we could both be there in, in, in a hot jiffy. Uh, so yeah, I think yep. that that will segue us. Our next podcast guys will be, uh, we'll talk about what happened in, in Pennsylvania. Cause that it, it includes nurse Erica just to give a little, well, some of it does. Yeah, I know. This is, so, this is so good. I, you guys, the way that this you, unraveled. Her face right now. She's turning red. She's turning red. <laughs>
1: you always get wrapped into something i know know. and that's that's not my intention believe it or not it really isn't crazy sure sure it isn't no i'm just kidding (laughs) no but
0: i'm telling you when you start talking about hot topics like this it you're in the middle of a a firestorm i mean and god bless you that you do it seriously but uh people get get their tempers uh Flared up that's for sure they get their their
1: panties in a bundle
0: (laughs) all right well thank you guys for joining us on our podcast um until next time we're nurse erica and nurse jessica we mix the facts with uh some comedy and make a little cocktail out of it cheers